it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Hello and welcome to Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan, your host. And every week we talk about some of the greatest uh, tips and tricks and things that we can do to help you be a better sales professional. And the last series that we've been doing is the lead up to and getting ready for a major event. In this case, as most of you know, I come from the solar industry, so we just finished InterSolar, which is a large trade show here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And now I'm going to do the follow-up. I'm going to talk to you about, okay, so the event's over. You did all the things that we talked about in preparation. You got your planning done. You actually uh, did the things that you needed to do at the show. And now you've come back on the day after the show, and you've got this giant stack of business cards. You've got all these notes and leads and things. And now what are you going to do with them? Okay, so let's dig right in today and talk about event or trade show follow-up. Probably one of the most important things in a salesperson's career is the ability to follow up. Because, believe it or not, I know some of you are going to find this hard to believe, every sale doesn't close on the first time that you actually try and close it. (laughs) So... What we're doing now is we're going to talk about the follow-up. We're going to talk about how do you actually engage with the client because you had maybe a 30-second or 2-minute or 5-minute conversation at a trade show. You've got their business card. Hopefully, you've got your notes on there. So let's review a little bit just to kind of pull you back from uh, the edge here a little bit so you're not completely lost. In the earlier episodes of Sales with Sully, we talked about what it would take to actually get ready for a show. So obviously the planning that we did, who we were going to see, the goals, meetings preset, make sure we had plenty of business cards, make sure we had the proper attire, maybe some trade show booth planning, meaning how you were going to act in the, in the booth if you were an exhibitor, and then if you were an attendee, what were your goals and things that you were going to do while you were there. So we're going to talk about the follow-up a little bit from both ways, but primarily as if you were the exhibitor. So you were in a booth. Uh, What we talked about before to make sure that you understood is we're sorting. We're sorting and qualifying. We were not trying to close or sell. The goal for the trade show was to close for a follow-up meeting sometime in the very near future after the show because we talked about the fact that they had 500 competitors all within you know one building. They could just walk over and uh, shop us, talk about anything. It's just, it, it just was not a good sales. It's not conducive to a good sales environment. So now you have this big stack of business cards. Hopefully you have all your notes and you're sitting at your desk on the morning after the last day of the show. Now, this is imperative. Make sure that your follow-up starts immediately, absolutely immediately. If the show ends at 2 o'clock on, say, Wednesday, then even as early as Wednesday afternoon, you could be doing your follow-up and getting things organized 
and at the absolute latest first thing Thursday morning, and then all day Friday and probably Saturday and Sunday too, depending on how big the show is and how many contacts that you have. So I'm going to use a real-world example for me uh, being an inner solar. So I have my business cards, and I just went through them and, and took a look at them, and I have about 220 business cards. So 220, in some capacity, conversation or contact or discussion because I actually have 220 business cards. that I have those in a pile of people that I had a conversation with. Now, on the other side, I have some, some business cards where I just exchanged business cards with somebody and I said, oh, hey, I'll catch you next week or I'll call you or kind of in passing or do you have a card? I'll, I'll, I'll send you some information. Those are, I didn't have a, those were part of my sorting. I didn't have a uh, meaningful conversation with them or have any notes or anything else. So I have those in two separate piles. And there's probably about 35 or 40 of those. I didn't count those specifically. So, <clears throat> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take that stack of cards and now we're going to start sorting them. So how many of them did we actually talk about an appointment next week? Was there a close for a conference call? Was there close for a face-to-face -face appointment? And I'm going to start pulling those out first because those became, uh, those are going to be our hottest leads. Those are going to be things that we're going to have to do immediately. So pull those out and separate them and say, okay, these 10, 15, 20 are ones that I said I would personally call or that I would you know, close for an appointment, or I would come and see them. There was some action or activity that, that I promised to do. So part of no like, and trust is doing what you say you'll do, and that's the follow-through and the follow-up. So I have those separated. The second ones are things that I had notes on, like uh, looking for or looking at a project in you know Montana or doing you know some activity or this this piece of information that how could I be a resource for them? How can they be? Uh, how can they do something? Uh, how can we do something together in a collaborative manner or have a synergy? Those notes. Now, if you remember. Uh, when we talked about this, I suggested that you have your business card and theirs both in your hand at the same time with your ever-ready Sharpie and that you made those notes on both cards. So he has the exact same note on, his bus on your business card in his pocket as you have his business card in your pocket. So that helps because now you can refer to that note uh, when you do your follow-up. Okay, so now you've got the you've got them separated, and there could be, you know, one, two, three, four, five piles. However you however you want to separate them in what category. Maybe they, you want to categorize them by by product line, uh, by whether they're a service provider or a real product. You know, it, how you categorize them doesn't matter at all. Now we're going to turn our attention to the CRM. So. I hope you're using a CRM. So I personally happen to use Zoho. So <clears throat> I'm going to open up my Zoho. And the first thing I'm going to do, and I always do this, the first thing is I'm going to do a search for that person's name in my Zoho. Have I met them before? Did I forget who they were? Is it something that we discussed in the past? Are the notes the same? You know, is this an ongoing situation? Whatever it is, I'm going to do a quick cursory search for that person's name 
in my database. Okay, so here's Joe Smith. Actually, I'll just pull out a real card. I got one here in my hand. All right, so um, I'm going to grab this card right here and I'm gonna look at it and it's Dave. So I'm not gonna, just to protect all parties, I'm not gonna use his last name. Dave is from Folsom, California. He and I allocated notes on it and he and I had a brief conversation about a commercial project in the Folsom area. I now do a search in my Zoho database for Dave, and he did not appear. The name came, the search came back empty. That means that I'm guessing, if I've been really diligent about using my CRM, that I have never met Dave, and this is my first interaction with him. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try and remember everything that I can possibly remember about Dave. I'm going to put all of his contact information into Zoho, and then I'm going to put these notes in here, and then I'm going to put a category that we met, you know, at Intersolar 2018 in San Francisco, so that I know where the lead came from. I'm going to put all of that information in there that I possibly. So now I have the information, and I've put it all into Zoho, and I'm prepared to do my follow-up. I have one of two choices: reach out to him via email, or I can reach out to him by phone. So in this particular case, I'm going to create a somewhat of an email template. Now I've created a template and it says it was great seeing you at InterSolar in San Francisco. I really appreciate your time. Uh, as we discussed, I am going I am uh, following up with you to discuss and then I leave a blank space in there to type in what it is that we discussed and then I put the cursory things in like you know my contact information my website all the things uh, that are necessary so I have a great to see you uh, template I also have a sorry I missed you template I also have a uh, template that says, uh, wish we could have spent more time together. So the introduction, introductory paragraph or sentence is a little different, but the content is pretty much the same. I'm preaching to the choir here, especially with sales professionals, but this is something that is, is it, it has to be a little bit customized so it doesn't feel cold, and you need to have just a little bit of flair in there. So you are going to have to touch each one, but it won't be... A mass mailing and it will come directly from you and it'll be customized to what you guys talked about based on the notes that you have on the card that way you'll get at least a little bit more of a warm reaction in the second series we're going to have a series of phone calls that we're going to make now what I highly encourage you to do is work out a small script just put some notes down as to why you're calling, what you're calling about, and decide whether or not you're going to be leaving a voicemail if you don't actually get a hold of them, what you're closing for, all of the bullet points that you need so that you can be better prepared, and then just get through all of those you know, 25 or 30 phone calls. Oh, hi, Dave. This is Scott. Uh, sorry I missed you at, uh, or glad to see you at uh, InterSolar last week. You and I discussed briefly about a project that we that you're working on there in Folsom. I was hoping maybe I could help for you. Uh, give me a call back when you get a chance and then, you know, cursory information. Uh, if you get a hold of him, he says, Hi, Dave, Scott Sullivan. Yes, we talked last week, uh, or I saw, ran into you last week at, at InterSolar, and I was really excited to talk to you about that project that you mentioned. Um, 
you know, is now a good time or should we schedule something or can we get something on the books or I'm going to be in your area next week or I'm going to be in your area later this week. Is there a chance we can get together and, and take a look at it? Uh, find, you know, either one of those approaches is going to work. But make sure that you have some, you know, a few cursory notes typed out so or written out so that at least you know uh, what you're going to say when you get a hold of them or if you are going to leave a voicemail and what you're going to say if you leave a voicemail. Now, once you do that, once you do that, that information now needs to go into your CRM. So here's what happens. You now have put an action in there. What is the action? I sent an email. I left a voicemail. I actually made contact with Dave. Any of those things that just happen. Now you have to set a secondary future action. What is the follow-up? So now each scenario is different. I sent an email, so I'm going to reach out to him by phone in three days or four days, whatever it is. So now you set an action in your CRM that says, in four days, call Dave regarding this. Now your notes are in there. You have an action uh, already completed, and you have an action in the future, which you will get a reminder on your calendar. You had a phone conversation with him. These were the, what you discussed at that phone call, and here's what you decided as the follow-up together. You decided you were going to uh, look at dates on you know, next Wednesday for a face-to-face. So that's also in your calendar, and then you immediately take, right then, uh, take a moment to send a calendar invite for next Wednesday, allowing him to change or recommend a different day or anything else, but you've started the process. And then third, if you've left a voicemail, you left a voicemail, and then here's the follow-up action, a call for tomorrow or the next day. I wouldn't wait too much longer than, than 24 hours. Uh, even the same day, if you're calling early in the morning, you may want to set your uh, task item on your CRM to ping you this afternoon to actually call him back. So now you've started the follow-up process, and you're going to do that all the way through every single one of those business cards that you went through. Now here's where it gets a little tricky. Here's where uh, your planning takes place and some of the things that I recommend that you do. So you go back to your goal sheet. Okay, so pull out that goal sheet uh, that you had prior to the trade show and look at all the companies and see how many of those that were on your goal sheet that you actually made contact with. Look at the list of accounts that you set appointments with. How many of them showed up? What was your success ratio for getting the, the people to come and sit down at your booth and have a conversation? Then go even a step further and look at the attendees list from the brochure, from the uh, conference guide or the book that you got, and look at those and see if there are any companies or attendees that trigger in your mind, oh, I wish I had talked to him. Because now those are going to be the people that you send a a semi-customized, semi-personalized, semi-customized email to that says, sorry I miss you at, and then the name of the trade show. So mine are really cool because what I do then is I go through and I look at my list and I say, oh, Joe didn't, I didn't get to connect with Joe and I really wanted to connect with him even though I had called him three times prior to the the show, I wasn't able to get on this calendar. So I send him the, you know, dear Joe, sorry we didn't connect to InterSolar, but I had some really exciting information I wanted to share with you. I'd love to 
connect you know with you uh on social media or and you can again we haven't even talked about social media you can connect with him on email but i'd love to and then whatever the action item is in there again make sure he's in your zoho make sure he's in your crm make sure that you're following through with that whole process and then you have even the what i call the drip marketing system which is all the people that you came in contact with that you know you may or may not have any direct resource or you may have had a fishbowl out uh you know to drop your business card in to win a free you know something or some way that you were collecting names or maybe you were scanning badges with a scanner and you had your uh lead uh, collection system there or whatever so now you let's say you have another 500 or 600 names there those become part of your drip system where you put them into your infosoft your 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 infusionsoft your your constant contact your mailchimp whatever that system happens to be those names and addresses get put in and now you're going to put them into your newsletter uh you your newsletter system or some type of email system that once a month or once a quarter or twice a year they're going to get some information from you or they're going to be on your press release list or some something where they're going to just hear a little bit about you and your company each you know every few months they're going to see something come through uh, for brand awareness so now you've You've worked through that whole system. Now the same thing is true. If you, if any of you are connected to me, you also know that I do a lot of selfies. So if I had a meeting with somebody, or if I had somebody that I hadn't seen since the, the same trade show a year ago, or uh, for a variety of reasons, I would take a selfie with them, or I'll take a group picture, or we'll, we'll do something that then can be uh, translated into social media. With the social media, my opinion is again. I'm I, I'm somewhat of an expert, but it's not my my strongest field. But I believe that you have to put a picture in there in order to grab some attention. I could very easily go onto my social media and type, you know, 280 characters and say, "What a great day I had at Intersolar, and I met and saw and list all the people that I met and saw." And it has almost zero impact. But as soon as I put a picture of all of us. All of a sudden, people take a glancing look at it and then make sure that you tag the people that are in the picture with you. So obviously, the best part is if you take a picture with Dave, which is the gentleman we were talking about before, you put him uh, in your CRM. You have a picture now that you can put in the CRM as a file to say, this is the picture I took at this particular event. You then post that picture on social media. You tag Dave and you say something like, it's always great to see old friends and to make new ones at, you know, the name of the show in San Francisco, a, you know, hashtag, you know, fun, doing business, you know, pick whatever the industry is. So work through that system now after you've done all of your follow-up, after all the follow-up's done, all the emails are sent, all of the uh, phone calls are made, all of the information is put into Zoho or put into your CRM. 
Now you're in a position where you can come back and do all of the social media. Now that social media will then drive some attention for a variety of reasons. You'll have Dave will look at it. Hopefully he'll share it or like it or pass it on because he's in it, which then also makes you in it, which also then puts your information out there. So you can see how this, how this works on a viral standpoint from the social media. So the follow-up, super important, just to recap, we want to make sure that you're using a CRM, make sure that you have sorted and your planning is immaculate. If you don't have all the, uh, if you don't have all the planning done, it just takes a little longer to do this, but get all your uh, emails sent, make sure all your phone calls are done, make sure all your phone uh, follow-ups done, then do your social media, and you're going to end up with a lot of activity, a lot of things that happen, and that will help track your ROI for where you are on this particular trade show. Because now two things are going to happen. One, as these sales start to move through the pipeline, you're going to be able to go back and say the lead source, where I got the lead was, and then you can look back and say this particular trade show in 2018 is where I got the lead. So there's going to be a a nice uh, ROI to show your marketing department and also to show your sales manager that it was worth being there. If you don't get any sales from it, then also that is also true. The second thing is, is you're also going to be able to reconnect and, and use that time wisely to reconnect with a uh, very influential people that will then use their social media and their status to be able to give you credibility for future sales. Even people, you know, people will then come and seek you out because you got a picture with, you know, pick, pick the, you know, the person, you know, whoever that happens to be. And that was somebody that they're influenced by. Now, you, you don't know who that is yet because you haven't met them. But there are people out there right now that see that picture on social media and go, wow, well, if Dave knows Scott, then, you know, I want to know Scott because I know Dave and, you know, he's got a really great business and I like what he's doing. He's doing some great stuff over there. So you can see how that translates. Anyway, thank you very much for your time this week. This has been Sales with Sully. Hi, Scott Sullivan, your host. I am super excited to be talking about uh, follow-up from events and trade shows this week, and it's been a lot of fun to have you on. So until next time, remember, catch me on Twitter at Sales with Sully. Like me on Facebook and find me on LinkedIn. All the above. Not hard to do. At Sales with Sully. And until next time, keep selling. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.